An intense heat builds across the Indian subcontinent. This heat will continue to intensify during coming days, remaining dangerously hot into the weekend. It may be the month of May, but frosts are still in the forecast. So an air frost is when the air temperature, which is measured about a metre above the ground, is zero or below. The recent wet weather has kept our parks and gardens very green, but what's in store for the UK as we head into the weekend? This week it's been low pressure, wet weather, isobars close together, we've seen some strong winds as a result. It's Wednesday the 8th of May and you're listening to Weathersnap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Claire Nazir and you're listening to Weathersnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. Last week, dozens of lives were lost during Cyclone Foni that destroyed parts of the northeast of India and Bangladesh. The storm is no more, but in its wake, temperatures have climbed as the winds shifted direction. Here's Ada McGiven. The highest recorded temperature on Earth on Tuesday was in Pakistan, where the mercury in Jacobabad reached 48 Celsius. This wasn't an isolated event. Across much of northern and central India, the heat has been building. Three people have already lost their lives from sunstroke in Andhra Pradesh. This heat will continue to intensify during coming days, remaining dangerously hot into the weekend. That is, even across cyclone-ravaged states of Odisha and West Bengal during the coming days, where some parts of this region are still recovering from cyclone Foni. This is not an uncommon occurrence. A month or so leading up to the southwest monsoon, temperatures soar across India and its subcontinent, and this peaks into the 50s of Celsius, an unbearable kind of humid heat that claims lives. The welcome monsoon rains from June onwards are therefore highly anticipated. However, we are still a good few weeks off. Thank you, Aidan. Back in the UK, the cold spell has brought an increasing risk of frosts across the country. Not as unusual as you would imagine. And despite the fact solar radiation is now equivalent to early August, we are getting some cold nights. Here's Sophie Yeomans. Usually, as we head through spring, the chance of frost becomes less frequent. But this May, temperatures have dropped at night and frosts have formed. Into this weekend, we'll see an increasing chance of frost, some air frost and some ground frost. And there is a difference between the two, depending on the air temperature. In terms of an air frost, this occurs when the air temperature falls to or below the freezing point of water, or zero Celsius. So an air frost is when the air temperature, which is measured about a metre above the ground, is zero or below. A ground frost is a more specific form of the generic term frost and refers to frosty conditions on the ground where the surface has cooled to freezing or below. This can happen without an air frost forming, so the air temperatures hover above zero, normally somewhere between 1 and 3 degrees, but the temperature on the ground can cool even further, falling below zero. The term grass frost is just another type of ground frost, which forms on grass or other vegetation, but doesn't form on concrete roads or pavements, which are usually warmer. At this time of year, gardeners and growers can be caught out by another type of frost, known as hoarfrost. This is basically droplets of dew that freeze, 
and although they can form beautiful patterns, they can also damage or even kill tender plants. Thanks, Sophie. So when will we see a return to these very cold nights? Here's Alex Deacon with a 10-day trend. At the weekend, we could easily see a return of some frosty conditions. Gardeners take note. And it's during the weekend we're going to see a really big change in our weather patterns. The longer range looks completely different to the shorter range. This week, it's been low pressure, wet weather. Isobars close together, we've seen some strong winds as a result. But we're replacing low pressure with high pressure. And that high pressure looks like dominating for most of next week. High pressure usually means dry weather. And I'm pretty optimistic we'll see quite a bit of sunshine through next week. And it may well last all week. Now, as always with high pressure, the exact position will change the wind direction. And so that will dictate how warm we get. But we are expecting temperatures to slowly rise next week. Nothing exceptional in terms of heat, but temperatures just closer to or a bit above average will certainly feel warmer than it has done. The change is really happening through the weekend. So Saturday's still showery, but Sunday looks largely sunny for most, and then it's dry and fine conditions for most of next week, with the possibility of things changing right at the end of the week. But overall, if you like fine and sunny weather, it's good news. And now for more details of last week's highs and lows, here's Aidan again. The highest daily temperature was on Monday the 29th of April with a high of 20.5 Celsius in Achnagart in the Highlands of Scotland. The lowest temperature was recorded during the early hours of Sunday morning, minima of minus 4 degrees Celsius in Catesbridge, County Down. Kinloss, Murray was the sunniest place with 14.7 hours of sunshine last Monday. And the wettest day was last Wednesday, the 1st of May, when Aviemore in the Highlands received 32.2 millimetres of rain. Thanks, Aidan. And finally, in other weather news. Further thunderstorms are expected across large parts of the USA through the coming days. But the most severe of these are likely to be across central and southern plains during the middle to the latter part of the week. These storms are capable of producing very intense rainfall. The air is very unstable and conducive to the development of severe thunderstorms and the potential for tornadoes. As well as the risk of flash flooding and the tornado damage threat, hail and wind damage are also possible. Further south across South America, including Paraguay, Uruguay, northeast Argentina, southern Brazil and Bolivia, a prolonged spell of heavy showers and thunderstorms, potentially severe, will develop across this region, eventually transferring northwards. There's a risk of localised flooding and an increasing threat of landslides in mountainous areas. Other impacts will be large hail, strong winds and frequent lightning, adding additional hazards to this region. Damage to property and disruption to transport and utilities is expected. Just before I go, it's worth noting that tomorrow the Mostly Weather podcast is out. This week, the panellists discuss the challenges of forecasting for the Olympic sailing teams. I have to say, it's not all plain sailing. What the sailors do, especially when you get to the elite level, because they're so good sailors, if you can shave a fraction of a second off their decision time as to whether to go left or right, or whether that cloud over there is, is useful or not, then that's what makes the difference. That's it from Weathersnap. I'm Claire Nazir, and producer was Adrian Holloway. 
Do join us again next time when we take a scientific peek behind the week's weather headlines. WeatherSnap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.